place I work for is ridiculous. I can't believe they treat people that way. How did this person even get their role? Why are companies like this? Are all companies like that? Or is it the company that you chose to work for? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Sales Operations for Small Businesses. I'm, I'm a very, very big believer in this. I guide people on this a lot, when, particularly when they're starting out in, in sales operations in their career. But honestly, I think people at all stages in their career can learn from this. You have a right to choose the kind of company that you want to work for. You do not have to take the only crumbs off the table that are available. And yes, some people are in more difficult positions where for a period of time they have to take what they can get. But for a lot of us, for a lot of us, we do actually have more time. For a lot of us, we can be more discerning about the kind of company that we want to work for, the kind of company with the kind of values that match our own, that they actually live rather than just putting on the website. We can choose, we can have discernment. Again, yes, there are plenty of people that for whatever reason need to just take what they can get and they need to just pick up a job really quickly because they lost their last job or whatever and they didn't have enough money in the bank. It happens, it happens. And yet there's a lot of us that aren't in that kind of position that still have the frame of mind that, that we were taught, quite frankly, that we're lucky to have a job. We're lucky to be earning as much as we're earning because, oh, I never earned that much when, when I was your age. Yeah, inflation was different as well. And actually, I live in a capital city. It's really expensive to live here. If I was living someplace else that wasn't my hometown, then that might be a bit cheaper. But I'd quite like to live where I grew up, you know, all of those reasons. But you still have the right to choose. You still have the right to choose. And so specifically for people in sales operations, and those that are working in small businesses. But to be fair, how do you even know you want to work in a small business? It's great for you to figure out what is important to you in a company. And, you know, on the top level, you're going to say, you know, I want to be able to have people that I get along with. I want to be able to work from home or do remote work. It'd be nice if they did company activities or whatever, that kind of thing. I want a manager that isn't, you know, terrible. You see how low the bar is? But you can get more specific. So, for example, the kind of I don't want to work in large businesses because there's a different ethos, there's a different methodology. You really do, you really do have to work with the culture that's been pre-existing there for the last 50 years or however long. And we're going through a great period of change at the moment where people and companies and the owners of those companies are growing and developing. But that isn't the case for a lot of companies still. You can still rock up in a company and speak to someone and they will treat you badly for whatever illegal reasons. And that could be normal. But they might pay well. So what means more to you? Does the money mean more to you? Are you in a position where you could be treated badly because of your demographics? And so does that mean more or less to you? Can you stick it out? Nobody should have to, but some people can. Some people really don't care if they're, if they're being taken disadvantage of um, or treated badly 
based on certain things if they're being paid well. And the thing is, no option is good or bad. The option is just what works for you, what works for you in your household, what works for you in your mental health. Because I, <laughs> I personally, I don't think I've worked in any terrible companies, but I have had at least one truly extraordinarily terrible manager. Like, I refer to them as the extreme baddie that you're playing on a video game when you get to level 99 and it's just, you might as well just give up. There is no beating. There is no beating that person. It's just about survival. That's how bad that manager was. The company itself wasn't great. It wasn't the worst company in the world, but it definitely wasn't great. Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to house a person like that. But the manager was the worst. So, and we all know it by now. People don't leave companies, they leave managers. I very, 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 very rarely hear from people that says, oh, well, yeah, no, my manager was great, but the company was absolutely shocking. Because why would you both be there? Good people don't tend to stay at terrible places for an extremely long time and maintain their goodness. So basically, what do you value? What is important to you? What kind of relationship do you want with your manager? Because when you're going through that interview process, chances are they're going to be interviewing you. So what are you looking out for? All of those questions that you, you want to be asking in the interview process as well, don't just ask the standard ones. Ask the ones that matter to you. Is diversity, equity, and inclusion a thing for you? Does it matter to you? Because for some people, it, it, it's not a big thing for them. It matters to me, so I ask. And I can ask now. 10 years ago, I wouldn't have dared to ask that, ever. Now, <laughs> the part where I am in my life now, I'm not working for you if you're an organization that, that, that thinks they're taking a risk if you're employing somebody who's got more melanin in their skin than you do. I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> my standards have changed. They've grown up with me. Whereas back in the day, You'd be lucky to get an office job. So you just take what you can get. Yes, the manager can lift you up and down in really not okay ways every single day. But, you know, take it. But it's up to you. So I don't work in large businesses because the culture is usually too um, firmly ingrained for me and sales operations to impact the way things are sold. And how you can work frictionlessly inside of a company. It's, it's just too much headache for me. I don't enjoy it. It's still very, very, very valuable. I don't enjoy it though. I do enjoy working in a small business that's already got its engines turning because completely on the other side, a brand new business, which somebody who, uh, one, one person that I mentor for really loves working working in brand new businesses because they love building things up from the ground. I don't as much. I prefer it to being in a large business, but I don't as much because it's just too slow for me. I think I've done it too many times. I've done it over and over and over again. And so therefore I just don't get as much fun out of it as I do in a business that is already sailing and you're repairing parts of the ship as it's going to its destination, its next destination. That that's where I get my kicks.
And that's what works specifically for me. And so when you're in a company, and yes, there are <laughs> several flavors of companies and managers that are terrible, you do also have to ask yourself, is it that I find this company, is it, is it that this company is bad? Or is it that it just doesn't match my expectations? And if it doesn't match your expectations, that doesn't mean you need to be beating up on yourself. That's just a trigger to say, do you know what? I probably need to find a different situation because somebody else would look at my situation and think, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But if it's not right for you, then it's not right for you. You don't have to change your standards because several other people would be lucky to be in your position. If it's not working for you, if it's rubbing you up the wrong way, go. I don't mean hand in your notice today and then just be jobless for ages, but know what would work for you and what doesn't. And if that means you might have to spend a few years trying to figure it out, it might mean that you're having to go to networking events and talking to people about what it's like being in organizations of different sizes, being in different industries. Like, for example, I've never done sales operations for B2C, so business to customer. I've never done it directly like that. I've always been in B2B. I'm sure I could figure it out, but I don't want to. So I'm not going to go into retail. I quite like it over here. So, you know, and so it's it's really up to you, up to you. And I would encourage you to take responsibility where you can for the things that you can control. And yes, companies can change over time, but you know what? So can you. You can find another job. And yes. I know the market isn't always helpful to us like that, but it's not like that all the time. It really, really isn't. There was a period of time where I remember talking to one of my really close friends, figuring out my um, projected salary over a long period of time. And there was no way I could figure out that I'd be earning as much as I'm earning right now. It wasn't possible. Now, partly the reason why it wasn't possible based on those calculations is because I was being underpaid a lot for a long time. And I didn't read the books yet because some of them didn't exist yet about how to push for pay rises. Or I definitely wasn't instructed to, you know, find a new job because that's usually where you get your bigger pay bumps is by finding a new job. Whereas I was at a company for a very, very long time and I was getting a tiny little bit every year, even though I was doing tremendous amounts of work. Whereas if I'd just left after two or three years, if I wasn't happy and done it again, done it again, bearing in mind there was a recession back then, then I'd be in a different situation, you know. But again, I can't go back and change that, but I did learn from it and that's why I can share it. So, you know, is it the company or is it you? And I'm not blaming you for anything that's happened in the company, but it's okay to leave if it's not okay. If it's not going to work, if you know this isn't going to get any better, sometimes you can stick these things out. Other times, you have a right to be in a good working situation. You have a right to finish work on time. You have a right to not be stressing out what stressing about work when you're trying to go to sleep at night. So, if you can, do take some time to think about what actually matters to you, what genuinely matters to you, not what should matter to people, what matters to you. And that's the best way that you can end up aligning yourself to the kind of company 
that can help deliver some some of that contentment and joy and excitement for the work that you're doing. Let me know what parts of this spoke to you on whatever platform that you're listening to this or watching this on. Um, if you'd like some more free resources, please go to salesopseffect.com 